You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. The digital age is incredibly exciting, connecting to people over the other side of the world, exploring new horizons, building virtual communities. But in this digital realm, there are also lots of scammers who will try to pick your digital pockets. So you need to learn to be street smart. A recent ransomware attack shut down the colonial pipeline. Some of the most popular scams of the digital age include giveaways, social media impersonation, email phishing, phone call impersonation, and long-term grooming. This Bitcoin was designed to steal money from regular Americans from all over the country. We'll dive into all of these, and some of it may seem common sense, but everything I'm going to mention is either something I've experienced personally in the past year or a close friend has fallen victim to. These lessons are so important, they're worth repeating again and again. And in this video, we'll give you the best ways to protect yourself. Let's start with giveaways. You may remember on Twitter last year, suddenly hundreds of celebrities like Elon Musk and Barack Obama started tweeting things like, I'm giving back to the community. Any Bitcoin you send to this address, I'll send back, doubled. Obviously, these people weren't suddenly feeling generous with their Bitcoin. Their accounts were hacked and scammers used the promise of future riches to lure people in and steal their money. He gained access to Twitter accounts He then used the identities of prominent people to solicit money in the form of Bitcoin. This was an historic hack for Twitter in terms of its size. But the idea of a fake giveaway isn't new. They're all over Twitter. The first lesson, people will almost never be giving away free money. Most of these scams are to try to lure you to click on a link that will then infect your computer with malware or to get you to send someone money. Sometimes these scammers hack celebrity accounts and tweet or DM from them. But other times, scammers create new accounts that just impersonate others. If you look on Twitter, Instagram, or in the comment section of my videos, you'll often see people called Naomi Brockwell with my profile picture. These scammers are everywhere. Please be really careful when anyone tries to engage you in conversation to make sure that they're legitimately the person that they say they are. Checking their follow account often doesn't help because people will often purchase an account with a lot of followers and then just change the name. I use Cointree to list all the social media accounts that are officially mine so that people can verify if it's actually me they're talking to. Now let's dive into emails. It's a new twist on an old email phishing scam. A phishing scam is where you're sent a spoofed message designed to trick you into revealing personal information. It was an email that looked like it was for me and sounded like it was for me. Uh, but it wasn't for me. For example, you might get an email that looks like it's come from TD Bank. They tell you that there's an urgent secure message in your message center. Click here to read. Sometimes these emails will be personalized. Dear Naomi, I'm from Coinbase and we'd love to collaborate with you. If you receive any email from an unknown address, rules one, two, and three, I never click on the link. Don't click on the hyperlink in their signature. Don't click on the website listed and don't download any files. If someone reaches out to you claiming to represent a certain company, best practice is not to respond directly, but instead search for that company's contact information on their official website and respond directly there. This way you can verify that they're actually from the company that they claim to represent. Now, if it's a company you've never heard of before, finding their official webpage online may 
not help prove that they're legit. So proceed with caution. Now, if someone you know reaches out to you from a new address that they haven't used before, verify it elsewhere. It's common for people to create fake email accounts and then target people specifically, knowing that they're a customer of a certain business or a subscriber to someone's channel. This information is easy to find out and our emails are listed publicly in all kinds of databases. Emails are also easily guessable. For example, most people's Gmail address is the same as their YouTube name. So be aware that people can target you this way if you're commenting on videos. Also be aware that it's possible to spoof an email address, which means that it seems like it's coming from one address, but it's actually coming from another. So if anything at all seems out of the ordinary in an email, just don't click on anything and verify with the sender elsewhere. Let's talk about phone calls. The government today sounded the alarm about what it calls the most reported scam in America. Our phone numbers are also listed publicly in all kinds of databases and spammers will add yours to robocall spam lists that tell you that you've won a trip or say that they're a social security officer or from the IRS. Yeah, so you owe $1,498.137 to the IRS. It's bogus. If the IRS needs to contact you, the taxpayer, you're going to get a letter in the mail first. Sometimes it's not a generic robocaller, but someone targeting you directly. A friend of mine just lost all of his Bitcoin to someone who said that they were customer support at the exchange he uses. And because he inadvertently gave over his password, his entire account was drained. A big rule, you should absolutely never hand over any passwords. There are lots of tricks that scammers will use to try to convince you otherwise. Sometimes they use an appeal to authority. Hello? Hello, am I speaking? to Naomi Brockwell? Yes, you are. It's Carl from Citibank here. I have some important information about your account. Now, before we go any further, I just need to verify your identity. Would you mind answering these questions for me? If someone calls you, they are the ones who need to verify who they are, not you. Never answer any questions from a stranger who calls. Take down their name and number, search for contact details on the company's or agency's official website and call them back there. Another trick that scammers use to get information from you is creating a sense of urgency. People targeting families with horrible stories about a loved one and then trying to steal tens of thousands of dollars. This happened to the parents of a friend of mine. Scammers called them and said, you need to bail somebody out of jail. In this case, it was their daughter, whom the scammers said had accidentally killed someone while drink driving. Her parents lost $30,000, thinking that time was of the essence in paying bail money. Apparently, this is a common scam. Michelle's father got a call from Michael, saying he had been drinking and driving and got into a car accident three hours from school in Kentucky. It turns out, the entire thing was a scam. A final trick they use is building trust. People are made to believe that they're talking to a family member or a close friend. A cursory search on the internet can uncover all kinds of information about you, thanks most of the time to what you or others have put on social media. Your wife's name, your anniversary, your closest friends, previous jobs. Never presume that just because someone is privy to personal information that they can be trusted. Anytime anyone calls demanding money, uh, you know, be a little skeptical. The final type of scam that I'll mention is the slow groom. 
they'll groom someone and they'll, they'll make you trust them. And then they'll start asking for small amounts of cash. These situations are probably the hardest to recognize. We don't want to believe that a friend or a loved one is lying to us. I've had people strike up friendships over the course of many months and then they start to ask for money or do other strange things. And it takes a while to realize that they're scam artists. The best advice that I can give you here is that if something seems off, trust your spider senses. Come on, Peter Tingle. Talking to others is also a great idea. Get advice from those closest to you. They may catch something that you missed. We've gone over some important tips for the digital age that will help you protect yourself and your money. And there are other safeguards that you can use to set yourself up even more securely. Make sure you have two-factor authentication turned on everywhere that it's offered. Have it on your email, on your shopping accounts, your crypto wallets. If you have two different verification methods needed to access an account, it's less likely that that account could be Compromised. Never use your phone number for two-factor because SIM swaps are common and it's easy to hijack a phone number. Always use an authentication app or something like a YubiKey where available. If you're storing crypto in a custodial wallet like Coinbase, use what they call a vault. It locks up your crypto behind multiple layers of verification and also puts a delay on withdrawals, which means that if an unauthorized withdrawal is initiated by a scammer, you have time to contact the exchange and freeze the funds. Have very strong passwords on your accounts and never reuse them ever. Use a password manager. I recommend some good ones in my video about good password hygiene linked in the description. The digital world doesn't have to be a scary place. Just like you're careful when you cross the street, it's also smart to become streetwise on the internet. You don't need to be paranoid, just aware of your surroundings. And this can save you a huge amount of heartache down the line. In your digital life, you can trust, but always verify first. You gave away your crypto password. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or Library.io.